the state of feeling lost. Because I believe happiness is just temporary. Showing people their worth. And certainly a sense of gratitude. Hello, everyone. My name is Sally Lipsky, and I have the pleasure of hosting this session of the podcast, Journey Through Health and Wellness. My guest today is Jonna Reyes. She is a Pittsburgh area resident and a inspiring powerhouse and a force that is so positive. You're going to be hearing some very insightful and, and awakening information on her spiritual journey. So I'm going to start, John, with just asking you about how did your spiritual journey start? So my spiritual journey, it took a while for me to actually get into, you know, who I am, right? And so you could technically take it back to when I was a little girl, because I mean, you know, I did 10 church services as a little girl, but I really, I really began to have a love for, you know, what I do now, the evangelism of, you know, you know, bringing people and, you know, showing people their worth um, and who Christ is when I was, I want to say the age of 12 and it began when I, I had seen an evangelist come through and, you know, just spread the message. And it just moved me as a little girl. And I just wanted to know more. Um, and so I believe that's when, you know, I was called to become an evangelist and, you know, dig closer to God. I mean, that didn't necessarily happen throughout my life. It did take a while for me to actually... Um, start walking the walk, I'll say. <laughs> but that is, you know, that's when it began that I was like, you know, there's something, you know, there's something here, you know. So well, that's, I'm going to say, be, I, I'm just for my clarity and the audience clarity, obviously your spirituality is Christian um, based. You, you said it started in the church. But when you say evangelist, could you explain to the audience what, what that means to you? Oh, yes. Um, so an evangelist is someone who goes out and spreads the gospel. What the gospel is, it is an amazing word or an amazing message about the glory of God and how he is able to fulfill and comfort and love and save you through all of trials and tribulations. And, you know, the message that, you know, soon one day, uh, we are going to be able to live gloriously in, you know, in his kingdom. So, you know, an evangelist goes and allows people and, you know, talks to people to show them that, you know, no matter what you're going through, no matter, you know, how you're feeling, um, no matter the struggles that you might face, um, there is a savior who is able to help you through that and comfort you through all of the pain that you might feel or all of the confusion, or if you feel lost, there's someone who is there to be able to lift you up. You know, that is, that is the essential message of an evangelist. So I am assuming that your faith, your sense of spirituality has served you well during this past year when we've all been tested some more than others via the COVID, the upheaval, political scene, social scene. So how have you used your spirituality to deal with the upheaval? 
Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that is, that is literally how I get through every day is, you know, by having that understanding that I walk by faith, that I am, I am highly favored through God because I trust him. Right. And so, you know, there is a verse uh, that says I walk by faith and not by sight. Right. And so because there's so much going on in the world and it looks as though things are in turmoil or, you know, things are just getting chaotic. I know that um, as long as I continue to trust in God and have faith that Christ, this is just the beginning. Right. And we are only here temporary. You know, I, I truly believe like this is not my final destination, right? Like this whole atmosphere, this earth, right? This this world that we live in isn't my final destination. And it's not necessarily my home. It's just somewhere that I'm vacationing to. Um, <laughs> it's not so, always a real bright vacation, but yeah. Exactly, right? Um, but yeah. vacations never, you know, vacations don't necessarily always go the way you want them to go. I went to Florida right. for vacation and my, my car broke down and I was stuck there for two weeks, right? Oh, wow. so, so vacations don't always go as you plan them to go. And so, you know, the way that I, you know, see this is, you know, this is just, this is just a vacation for me to meet new people and love on people and show them that, you know, this can also just be your vacation too. And so knowing that, you know, because all of this will pass away and fade away, I don't necessarily bother or struggle with the things that happen here. Right. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I am so struck by how your faith provides you such comfort and it provides you since a state of resilience. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Recognizing nothing is permanent from moment to moment. And you have that faith is really so important to you. And how does it permeate? Because you had mentioned all walks of your life. You walk in faith. So can you just give us some examples of how you are walking in faith in regards to family, friends, community, your work? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, again, you know, walking in faith and having that understanding that happiness. So everyone strives to be happy, right? Everybody that is like, that is our thing of like, you know, everyone's the pursuit of happiness, right? And I have a different take on that, right? Okay. Because I believe happiness is just temporary, right? Mm-hmm. You get happy for a moment because you have a new bike. And once the bike is gone, you're not happy anymore, right? So, you know, with my faith, I have that understanding that joy is so much stronger than happiness. And the difference between joy and happiness is that joy, no matter what, you find something, right? You, you find something to continuously um, hold on to, to keep that positivity, keep that love and, and likeness, right? right? And so with joy and understanding, you know, what joy is, I know that the easiest way to fulfill that is to think on things that are pure, think okay. of, on things that are loving, think yes. on things that are kind, think, think of things that are of good rapport, right? And even in the saddest, most desperate times, right? You won't find yourself sinking into, you know, the state of feeling lost. Right. And so 
when it comes to my family, you know, when it comes to struggles, when it comes to finances, when it comes to struggle, when it comes to health, right? I think of all of the things that I can be joyous with today or think of the joy that comes tomorrow, right? Um, And having faith that although I'm in pain today or although, you know, we can't get this done today, there's always that possibility and that, that hope that once all of this is figured out, I have that ultimate joy. I have that ultimate faith and I don't have to really worry about much here. Um, So that's how, you know, that's how I allow my faith to get me through a daily life. You know, I'm reminded just hearing you say these beautiful words, how much religions parallel each other, because I think of in my meditation practice, the philosophy of Buddha is just, you know, that impermanence, that sense of learning, practicing to deal with the kindness within yourself and expressing that kindness and that love towards others. And certainly a sense of gratitude, that groundedness, it sounds like that you are that sense of gratitude is going to be bringing you joy and stability day to day. Am I interpreting that correctly? Yeah. And I mean, what I can say is I, I can't necessarily say that it's like the kindness within myself or like within myself because I've done some really horrible things. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, and so with me, if I, if I would focus on like the things that, you know, manifest within myself or like those bits of things within myself sometimes you can get or I could get sidetracked um Mm -hmm. and think about the things that I'm not good at right but with me what I focus mostly on is the understanding that even when I fail even when I don't do my best I know that there is a God who has sent his son to show me all right, you may have fallen, but you can get back up and trust that I will give you new life, right? And so that's, you know, that's the way that, you know, I look through things is because I have not always been the kind, gentle person that you see right here. And there's times when I really fail, right? Um, And so having the understanding that even when I fall and even when I struggle, And even when I lose that sense of, you know, wanting to be kind, right? Because people, people pee you off sometimes. I mean, that is just how it is, right? We live in a fallen world where personalities go against other personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But because I've learned to have grace for my failings, I learned to have grace for, you know, the things that I can't you know, go through, I'm able to, you know, see that God has grace on me so I can have grace on other people. Hey, what you're telling our listeners, Donna, you're human. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yes. So you are grace. You are just, we all have things. There's a commonality, common humanity from what you're saying about people having failures or disappointments with themselves or others or I mean, they have the emotions, the range of emotions that can include anger, include disdain, whatever, but that's human, right? Yeah, it is. And that is, it is, that's why, um, you know, one thing, 
one thing that I, you know, always say, us being human and living in a fallen world, because a lot of times, you know, we struggle with the concept of our, our failings or our, you know, our, our sorrows or, you know, the things that we feel as though we could do better with. And the one thing that drives me the most is if you see yourself as, because I see myself as more than just a human walking on earth, right? Like I see myself as someone who has been sent here to help and guide um, and use everything that I go through, all of my struggles that I go through to help and guide others who may go through the same thing. How do you do that? How do you, when you say help and guide, can you share how you do that? Oh, um, my testimony, my testimony. You know, one thing that I'm known to say is like, my testimony may be the only book of the Bible someone may read. (laughs) You know, so when you say your testimony, explain that to me. Because, you know, okay, so yeah, that's fine. So when I lost my son, yes, um, it was a very hard and trying time right? There comes a whole lot of, especially when it comes to my faith. And I will say that is, that is the point where my faith took off. And that is the point where my faith became stronger is the moment I lost my son. That is when I really delved in to actually seek and try to figure out who this Christ that everyone was talking about, who this in Christ means the anointed one. And so After I lost my son, I did not understand how I was continuously going to church and continuously, you know, doing all of this stuff. And then I lose my child. And it's something that I just couldn't comprehend. And so that is the time where I literally cried out to God and was like, listen, I don't understand this. I'm angry and I don't know what to do now because I trusted you. And so it took for me to actually get to that point where I was really low and I didn't know where else to go. And there was just this this bottomless pit that I was sitting in for God to tell me through his word, um, because he always he always speaks through his word, you know, the Bible. And he uplifted me. And this is a time where I, I had no idea about the word, like I knew nothing about the Bible. I did, you know, I, again, like as a kid, I grew up in church, but like, I could not tell you the books of the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I went to church because I had to go to church. <laughs> right. Right. So many, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I could not tell you anything about the Bible. I did not know books in the Bible. And so here I am at my deepest, darkest moment. And I'm like, just angry at him because I'm like, I trusted you. Like, I've literally gone to church because I wanted to go go to church and get to know you. Um, And then you take my child. Right. Right. And he gave me a verse. He gave me a verse in Jeremiah and he gave me a verse in Isaiah. And at this time, I didn't even know there was a Jeremiah or an Isaiah in the Bible. Like, I had absolutely no idea. My husband, I called him. (laughs) I called my husband and I was like. I was so angry. I was like, is there an Isaiah and a Jeremiah in the Bible? And he was like, yes. And I was like, are these verses in there? And he was like, yes. 
And I was like, what do they mean? <laughs> right? Like, I was really upset because I'm like, here I am, like, angry. And you're just going to give me, you're just going to give me these words, like a verse. Like, I need, I need to hear your voice, right? Um, <laughs> like, it, I, I just didn't feel like it was good enough. But I went through and I read the verses in Isaiah and Jeremiah. And one was about the teal tree. And as a leaf falls off the teal tree, it nourishes the soil for the next season because the teal tree, the seeds are within the leaves. And so even though the leaves are falling and they hit the ground, they nourish the soil within the tree to help to build the tree. And so, you know, that was really prevalent, right? And then the almond tree is about you know, standing strong and firm and keeping watch about, you know, the things that were to come, right? And so at that time, you know, as he was, you know, telling me these verses, it resonated that if it was not for me losing my son and I ended up getting pregnant, I literally got pregnant like directly after I lost my son with my daughter. And I can honestly say if it was not for me losing my son, I would not have known how to be a good parent for my daughter. Just because I, I had experienced so much abuse as a child, I did not know how to become a parent. I did not know what that love was like as a parent. And so me losing my son had allowed me to see what that love is for a parent and, what a, and, and being a parent wanting to just give your best to your child. And I wasn't at that point when I had my son. And right. so, you know, it's, it's those testimonies to be like, you know, sometimes we go through things in life where things just look like it's, it's the end and you don't know how you're going to get through and you don't understand. And life can be really, really bad and can have so many struggles, but there's always a reason that's going to continuously build you up, right? It's always going to be used to build you up. And I truly believe that because I reached out, I, I took that time to reach out to God and, and I just let him know, like, I, like, I cannot do this. This is not the promise that you have given me, right? You have given me a promise of, you know, joy. And, you know, you have given me a promise of love and grace and mercy. And I, you know, I kind of gave him, you know, and, and let him know, like, this is what you have told me. And he was able to show me that, yes, this is going to elevate you. And this is going to uplift you enough so that you are able to fulfill the purpose that I have coming for you. Just watch, yeah. right? And so from that, I, I created my bereavement group where you know now I help other women who are going through bereavement. If I wouldn't have lost my son, I would not be able to help somebody else who is, right. who is grieving their child, mm -hmm. right? there's many women who grieve the loss of their children. And if nobody, if nobody is there to go help them through it, then how are they going to get through? Right? right. And so because of my loss, I was able to, you know, comprehend and understand and know that deep feeling of what it is to lose your child, mm -hmm. you know? And so through that, through my testimony, right, through what I have gone through, I'm able to help other people from what I've gone through. I was able to become the mother that I am today. 
I'm able to become the wife that I am today, you know? Um, and it all started with something that looked so horrible. Yes, right? the darkest point, the lowest point. Yeah. It's, that's it's, I said, it's, it's so inspiring to hear how from this lowest point, you created this life for yourself that is reaching with such purpose. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And before, like, I've, I've, I've been through so many lows. My life has had so many lows. I have been through so much. And it wasn't until I had found God. It wasn't until I got to know who Christ truly was and the promise that he had for me that I was able to actually find joy in everything. I have gone through and I have went through many paths to find this joy. I have went through many paths trying to fulfill the need to find that missing piece that I've always been looking for. Something just missing, something that like, I feel like there's more to this, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I've, I've had many moments in my life where I felt like there has to be more to this. There has to be, you know, something more to this. And it wasn't until I realized like, there's nothing that I can do or nothing that I have done to create this joy that I have today that I can take through daily because I've tried it all. <laughs> I have. I'm, I'm telling you, I have tried it all. And it all just ended in more confusion and sorrow and suicide attempts wow. and scars upon scars. And I have, I have come to a point where I have the faith that no matter what happens, no matter if I live or die today, I know that at the end of it all, I'm going to live in glory. I'm going to live in a kingdom that is so filled with love and so filled with light, so filled with God's presence that absolutely anything that I go through here, whether it's sickness, right, through the pandemic, right, whether it's death, through the pandemic or some other ailment or just walking outside and getting hit by a car. (laughs) I know that if I die today, I'm sleeping peacefully waiting for Christ's return. And if I'm here when Christ returns, I've endured until the end and I'm going to reign with him. And so that's completely changed my life entirely between all of my diagnoses, between, you know, all of my struggles through my day-to-day life. I know that no matter what, death is not the end because I know Christ and because he has shown me how glorious his presence is. Death is not the end and I'll be in his glorious presence no matter what. So, you know, that's how I get through. You know, Jonna, you're hearing your journey, hearing where you are now is filling me up and I'm sure listeners with such joy. You know, it's it's puts a smile on everyone's face when we can listen to how you have you have led your life in a path towards your own self-purpose, self your truths, and a solid foundation 
Yes. A solid foundation. That is. So you mentioned, so if listeners want to, you mentioned a website. So if listeners want to know more about you, and I believe you also have a podcast, you and your husband, (laughs) want to tell us, give us that information. Yeah, so <laughs> me and my husband uh, do have a podcast. We have not recorded in a while. Schedules, <laughs> it schedules. <laughs> but um, yeah, love at first fight. Love um, at first fight. Oh, yes, love, love at first fight is our podcast because me and him met arguing in English class at uh, college. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were debating back and forth on so many different topics. We just always had like different views on things. <laughs> and some things, you know, as time went by, he changed his view on and some things I've changed my view on. But there's always some type of difference between us. And a lot of people, when they get married, they say like, oh, you know, I'm getting a divorce because we have too many differences, right? We don't think the same. We don't have the same views or, you know, whatnot or, you know, things like that. And so we wanted to kind of show people like we can think completely different and have completely different thoughts on things, but love is a choice and it is an action, right Mm. and you have to choose to love people and you have to have that understanding that you have to you have to purposely act out love we don't believe that love is an emotion at all yes you're right yes and so very wise you know very wise yes (laughs) yes so so that is what our podcast is about we love each other even though we Mm -hmm. disagree on so many topics and it, it's, it all started with our first fight in English class. <laughs> so. And it continues. Wonderful. And Wonderful. it continues. And So um, how about, did you say you had a website? Um, I, I am on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I am on Facebook, yes. Um, and uh, I do have, we do have a Zoom that we okay. do for, you know, uh, would, would we do it? Monday we actually we do it every single day <laughs> to be honest um really? we do it every single day mm-hmm. we do a zoom every day and we is it called know, also love at first fight or is it have no it? this is it's uh it's called dig deeper oh dig deeper okay mm-hmm. dig deeper and we kind of just go through and we fellowship with one another and then we go through, you know, a couple of, you know, Bible verses um, okay. and see how you can allow the Bible to be able to walk out and show you how to be in this joy. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's dig deeper, like digging deeper into the word of God so that you are able to, you know, get rid of anxiety and get rid of depression, get rid of the fear, get rid of, you know, the hate, the anger. And not even get and when it comes to anger, not even getting rid of anger, but understanding that just because you're angry doesn't mean you have to act out on that anger. Right. Right. And so every day we have a Zoom meeting, Monday through Friday, we meet at 4:30. And then on Saturdays, we meet usually at about 10 30, 11. And Sundays we meet at about 10 30, 11, and then we take a break and then we come back on after we take that little break and we we usually allow you know we all come to a consensus on when we want to come and join back together but yeah and it's just people who get together tell us about we talk about our day 
we, you know, pray for anything that needs to be prayed for. And then we dig deep to see, you know, what we can help each other with. That's it. That's all it's about. Wow. So you and your husband have created quite a community there of mutual faith and support and connectedness. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because this was, it started out with just a family study. (laughs) It was literally just something that we did as a family. We had no plans on having other people in the study, but, uh, you know, we met someone and we started talking to them and they're like, oh, that seems like it's something that, you know, I would want to sit in on. Can I sit in on it? You know, they came and they joined and, you know, they enjoyed it. So they're, can I come back every day? I'm like, sure. (laughs) And then, you know, it just kind of spread out that way. Yeah. Um, And so now we could be five minutes late and they're like, hey, are you coming on? (laughs) So yes, this pandemic, it has been so rewarding actually for us. It hasn't sent any struggles our way. It has just continued to help build us and yeah, it's, yeah, it is, it has been so eye-opening. Yes, through your faith, through your sense of your spirituality, you had such a strong foundation to which when you were much more so than most people, so that you're able to adapt and be resilient and still find joy, so much joy. Yeah, we are, we have our foundation on the rock. And that's how we see it. We see our foundation as, you know, our cornerstone of, you know, staying implanted and not being moved, right? Because with everything going on in the world, it's so easy to be wavered, right? Um, It's so easy to lose your sense. Like you have so many people who are committing suicide, so many people who are, you know, getting abused now because they're in the house consistently. So many people who are just losing hope and who are just like fearful of what is to come. And God tells us, fear not for I am with you. And so that's what we, that's what we hold on, right? No matter what is going on or who is what or what's doing something that they're not supposed to be doing. (laughs) We're just set and strong and understand that we will not be moved. We will not be shaken. Yes. And we will not be afraid. Wow. I tell you, Jonah, that's a really wonderful way to to leave listeners, to get them to reflect on what you just said and relish, really relish all the wisdom that you've shared with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll have you back because we got to hear more about your journey. Okay. Thank you. It's such a joy. It is. It's such a joy. Thank you so much. Really, this has been such a treat. Thank you. 